Hey there. Welcome back to a special episode of The Emily Show. Today we're talking about Britney Spears and the Britney court hearing. She had a lot to say. The audio has been recorded and leaked. I say leaked because it's expressly against the court's orders and the court denied all the media outlets the right to record, but it got recorded and uploaded so you can listen to it yourself on the internet if you want to. But I'm talking about a brief history of the Britney case, my thoughts on what she said in court, and just breaking down this new development and what I think is going to happen next. So if you want to find out more about what's going on in the Britney Spears conservatorship, hang tight and let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to The Emily Show. I'm your host, Emily D. Baker, badass lawyer and everyone's favorite legal commentator, breaking down the legal shit in the news and pop culture stories you want to talk about. I've been a licensed attorney for over 15 years, I'm a former prosecutor, and I'm a big fan of the cursey words. So let's break it down. Hello, everybody. So good to see where you're all coming in from. We are going to talk just a little bit about today. Today's been wild. <laughs> I was on and did an interview with Phil DeFranco this morning that was on his show today. Um, I thought it went well. I always feel like I'm too long-winded, but there's so much to talk about in this conservatorship that I'm like, how do you summarize it? It's a lot. Like, it's it's a lot of stuff. So I try to do my best. For those of you that are new here, we do have some chat guidance that we adhere to. We are not doctors. We do not know. And as we talk about Britney Spears, we don't know what kind of the underlying documents are. We are here to understand the facts, parse them out from how we feel, because a lot of us feel like this is all total BS. We get it. But we keep the conversation without disparaging anyone. And no one ever comes into the chat disparaging Britney. That's not what happens. <laughs> but we are going to keep, you know, death threats against her father are not going to fly in the chat. And the mods will remind you, helpfully, that we are not here to bash anyone in the live chat. We are here to have a conversation. I am going to talk about, again, what happened in court, my thoughts about it, and then uh, get into questions. As we get into questions, I will come back and hit all of the super chats. And that is, um, that's how we're going to roll it today. I am under the weather. I repeat myself on a good day because <laughs> ADHD, but, um, but today it might be a little bit more. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep going. We got lemon ginger tea. Do we love this? This is so cute. I mean, it doesn't have the handle. I don't know. I'm like, do we need this type for the Lawnards too? We might, we might need it. I got my Brittany shirt. I am ready to roll. The mods are giving us an extra ride, and I am so appreciative of them. So make sure to give the mods a huge th shout out and a thank you for jumping on so we could just talk about Brittany. I saw everybody on Twitter yesterday being like, can we ride? We ride now. And um, and I just literally couldn't talk yesterday. So that's why I was tweeting. I shared a little bit on um, I shared a little bit on uh, Instagram and on, on Twitter, how I was feeling. It was just, it was just rough. Um, I've forgotten to mute my phone. I was listening to Britney's greatest hits. Have you guys gone back and listened to lucky since this has all gone down? Because that shit's fucking tragic. If you go back and re-listen to the lyrics of lucky and you're like, Oh, she talked about that in court yesterday. So let's just, let's just get into it. I'm going to do a brief road so far 
and then we'll get into it, uh, into the latest court hearing. The Britney Spears conservatorship, a road so far. Britney has been in this conservatorship for 13 years now. She is 39 years old, almost 40. She was placed in this conservatorship. It started in 2007 and then was formalized in 2008 and has been continued every year since. At the outset of the conservatorship, it was just her father, Jamie Spears, and uh, attorney Andrew Wallet. Attorney Andrew Wallet has since resigned from the conservatorship. Um, his resignation raised some eyebrows for me because he was like, I'm not, I don't feel like this is me being able to do my job. And I wonder now if Andrew Wallet saw that this conservatorship was not supporting Britney and was not the least restrictive means necessary and therefore felt that it was an overexertion of control and was like, um, I have an ethical duty here and I cannot continue to do this. I just wonder if there was more he could have said to the court of, of course, hindsight is 2020. As it stands, Jamie Spears is the conservator of the estate, well, co-conservator of the estate, that's the money shit, with Bessemer Trust, who recently came on as the financial um, co-conservator at Britney's request to get her father out of this conservatorship. Jamie had previously stepped down as the conservator of the person, and Jody Montgomery became the temporary conservator of the person. It's still on the docket for her to become the permanent conservator of the person. The last court hearing where Britney's attorney indicated she wanted to speak to the court is when they were addressing that, and then everything got put over from that last court hearing to the July 14th hearing. We may or may not see what happens at that hearing until the court rules. I'll talk about that in a minute. Why? So we have a run up to this hearing. We've seen in the last year that Britney's court appointed attorney, this is not an attorney she ever got to choose. She was not allowed to hire her own attorney when she tried at the beginning of this. Her court appointed attorney, um, Sam Ingham has been bringing a lot more motions, a lot more objections, and has really been much more active in the process of the conservatorship in the last year and a half. And a lot of questions are still out there as to why there wasn't more of this earlier. And I just, after hearing Britney's statements in court that we'll get into, I just wonder now if Britney was really actually just afraid to bring objections in court while she was still under the Vegas residency and still performing. I wonder if the increased court activity has to do with um, whatever caused her to put her foot down and say, I am no longer performing. I am done. Because we know that she um, canceled a residency that she was supposed to launch. Something um, gave her the the strength or the impetus to put her foot down and say, I am done. I am no longer performing. I am not going to be controlled. And then we saw the court documents that Sam Ingham was filing kind of ramp up. We've seen more objections to the amounts that are being spent by Jamie Spears's attorneys, keeping in mind that with the conservatorship, the conservators, Jamie Spears and Jody Montgomery, their attorneys and they are paid by Britney. So everyone in this thing is getting paid by Britney. And it's very clear now after her statements in court on June 23rd, that she feels that she is essentially paying her own jailers to keep her from having any sort of a life whatsoever. The purpose of a conservatorship, and I've talked about this in other content, I have a playlist on it if you want to go watch it, but the purpose of a conservatorship is to protect the conservatee 
And the court generally finds, not generally, the court has to find, I'm couching because I'm used to doing that. But no, no, we're not couching. We're calling it like it is. The court has to find that the conservatorship is the least restrictive means necessary to accomplish protecting the conservatee. In this conservatorship, that might have been the case 13 years ago. I am hard-pressed to say that that is the case today. Now, are there other means that might be less restrictive? Maybe. Could she remain in a conservatorship and have it be less restrictive than it is now? Absolutely. The conservatorship could absolutely be less restrictive. A conservatorship doesn't have to have 24-hour surveillance. It doesn't have to have um, not leaving the house, not being able to travel, not being able to ride in your boyfriend's car. It doesn't have to have those components. Those are things put in place in a care plan that don't have to exist. And we're seeing that if you look at my coverage on the Girardi documents, that they said, yes, he does have a significant mental impairment, but no, he does not need 24-hour live-in care and other things. So now you're getting someone in their 80s with um, dementia and Alzheimer's in a less restrictive conservatorship than Britney Spears. And that shit just seems really fucking weird to me because she has worked. She has been productive. A conservatorship shouldn't have a conservative that can work anyway, because if they can't take care of themselves to the point that they need this type of care, how can they work? And that is one of the biggest questions in this conservatorship for me. Um, the conservatorship of her person means that someone else has the medical power over her. Brittany can't choose to go to the doctor. Jody Montgomery makes that choice. Brittany can't hire the therapist or the individuals that she works with. The conservator of her person makes those decisions. So that's why in court, you heard Brittany making statements like, I have an IUD. She actually said ID, but I believe what she meant was IUD. I have an IUD in my body, which is a, a form of birth control that's implanted into your body and changed out every, well, implant. It, I can't explain it on YouTube. <laughs> I can't explain it on YouTube, but it is a, a permanent, not permanent, it is a semi-permanent form of birth control that is uh, internal that is replaced every 10 years or so, depending on the type, and prevents you from getting pregnant without having to take medication daily like other types of birth control. Because Brittany is not allowed to choose to have children. She's not allowed to choose to get married. And what this all brings into question is what rights she has. And it's very limited. Like the human rights um, of Britney Spears is staggering. And it brings a lot of questions up about the way that we treat mental health and mental illness in the United States, particularly. Because just because Brittany may or may not, and again, we don't know what her diagnosis is. We are not here to, you know, armchair psychiatrist what Brittany's diagnoses are and if those are still in play today. But whatever her diagnoses are, they shouldn't exempt her from having basic human rights and autonomy. If she's able to um, take care of herself, then the conservatorship of the person can be less restrictive, leaving the money bit alone for a while or leaving Bessemer Trust as a business manager dealing with her money. I'm really focused on her personal autonomy because that is some of the most shocking and appalling. And that's also what Brittany um, talked about the most in court yesterday. But it really raises this question of mental health, mental health treatment, and then 
awareness of mental health. You heard Brittany in court, as we get into her statements in court now, you heard Brittany in court say yesterday that she was embarrassed. She thought nobody would believe her. She said things like, um, you know, oh, well, I'm, you know, she's got everything. Almost like the lyrics of Lucky, she's got everything. She's Britney Spears. And I think it brought up a lot of the shame that people have around mental health. Like, oh, my life is great, but I'm depressed. The depression has not a lot to do with your life. It's a chemical imbalance. And that's not your fault if your brain chemicals are not working for you. And particularly with everything Britney had going on, uh, at the time this conservatorship was incepted, there was a lot going on. It's 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 okay to have a a a a mental crisis. That's not that's not a reason to take away somebody's autonomy. So the the treatment of mental health and how we treat mental health I think is imperfect at best and abusive in cases and challenging. So the point of the conservatorship and whether it still needs to stand in such a restrictive way is something that needs to be looked at. But what we also heard Brittany say in court was that she doesn't want to be evaluated. She doesn't want to keep going and talking to people she doesn't know um, or feels she doesn't know. And I don't, I couldn't tell from her statements if she was indicating that she sees new treatment professionals every week or if she's just saying colloquially, these are people I didn't pick. Like, I don't, I'm not just going to go sit and tell you my problems. I don't know you. It's clear that Brittany does not trust anyone, but I also feel like nobody's really had her back. So can we um, question the fact that she has trust issues with those who are supposed to have her best interest at heart and are clearly not acting if they had their uh, best interest at heart? So what are we really going to do with this conservatorship and what is is the option from here and i think i will get to that after i finish talking about britney's uh court statements so in britney's court statements she talked about um being angry and crying every day she talked about how deeply angry she was she talked about how depressed she was. She talked about wanting an interview to get the anger off of her heart and not realizing that the court uh, status conference yesterday was that opportunity. And she kind of uh, corrected herself. It seemed from the audio that she was reading off of something on her phone. She was on Zoom. Uh, speaking of the court audio, the court website crashed yesterday. I had permission to to listen in in court. I got I was in. <laughs> And then I wasn't. And then I got back in towards the end to hear the wrap up before the court said, oh, somebody's illegally recording and cut all of the audio feed. The audio has been recorded against court orders and illegally. You can't record court proceedings, but it's been illegally recorded and re-uploaded to Instagram and to YouTube and to all the places. Um, so I think most have heard it. I'm very torn on that because it is completely against the court orders and it's illegal. But also in Brittany's own statements, she said, I want to have a recorded interview or a recorded call so that the press can hear what I'm going through. So it seemed that Brittany wants people to hear what's happening, but I don't know if, no, that's not, I, I don't think illegally recording it is the best way, but it is what happened. You can't put the shit back in the horse. Those audios are out there. Most people have heard them. You can go find them if you want to listen to them yourself. But she um, she was really sounded to me like she was speaking 
absolutely from the heart and that she was scared that she would get cut off or she wouldn't get everything out. Uh, at the beginning of the court hearing, Sam Ingham had asked that people not interrupt Brittany and let her just have her peace. The court did interrupt her twice to ask her to slow down for the court reporter. Um, I've been there. <laughs> it was just such a moment when I was like, mm, yep, same, been there. I've been there with the court reporter being like, Baker, slow down for the court reporter. Because the court reporter does have to take down everything she said. There's also transcripts that have been released on uh, Variety and I think on People as well if you want to go and read through uh, Britney's statement. I think th they leave the F-bombs out, though. I heard some F-bombs in there and I was like, get it, Britney. Like, in her thoughts and in her feelings and just being like, this is BS and I'm angry. She felt frustrated that her family was telling lies about her, that it wasn't fair that they were doing interviews, saying things about her, and she feels like she can't say anything, that her attorney was scared for her to put things out publicly, that um, she could be sued if she said things against the rehab place they sent her to. And I, I'm sure her attorney, as a lot of attorneys do, have advised her that things that she says can be used against her. And I really wonder if the reason she's so opposed to being evaluated to end the conservatorship, and we'll, we'll get there, I get ahead of myself, is because she said in court, the last time I was evaluated, it got worse. And I interpreted that to mean that the last time she was evaluated, the conservatorship got more restrictive. And I wonder if that's why she's like, look, if I get evaluated to end this thing, could it actually get more restrictive? Could it work against me? And I think that that's a real concern and a fear. And that's something she and her attorney will have to weigh and balance. If you want to do this, do we do this? And I think we'll see in Sam Ingham's court filings that come next, if he chooses to work with Jody Montgomery for a less restrictive care plan, or if he files a motion to end the conservatorship. She talked about feeling uh, very exposed going to therapy, how much therapy she was going to, that she couldn't have a day off even if she was sick. Um, she said that she did not, she had phobia from being locked up in um, a facility for four months. I believe that was the 2019 facility that people had speculated about, but hadn't really been clarified. And there had been lots of talk about that and lots of talk about um, whether she had been involuntarily held. And again, when we say involuntarily, the conservator is allowed to place her in a facility against her wishes because she does not have the right to make medical decisions for herself. And that has got to be not only scary, but very frustrating. I got the sense that she feels very isolated. It was chilling to me when she talked about her former therapist, the one who had passed away, saying that he was 100% abusive to her, that she thought her father loved having control over her and loved that there was that abuse, and that when he died, she fell to her knees and thanked God. I was like, that is chilling when you feel that your therapist, someone who should be on your side and have your back is being abusive towards you. And those are the words that she used in court. Um, she was frustrated that she pays all these people but never approves them. And again, that is the natural working of a conservatorship that yes, she pays them and no, she doesn't have the right to approve them. And she was really calling out that that felt abusive to her and it felt restrictive and confining to her that 
you know, everyone is essentially working for her, but she literally has no control and no say in any of it. She talked about her tour and not wanting to do the tour. She talked about, I think it was ending the next Vegas residency because it was too much. She talked about the paparazzi and the scummy paparazzi. She called them making fun of her when she was going to um, therapy and feeling very exposed by not having therapy in your house or in her house. She talked about um, needing the court's help and said, I want your help. Um, I want to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. She said, I want to petition to the end the conservatorship, but I don't want to be evaluated and be sat in a room with people for hours a day. I'm new to this. I do know that things can end without being evaluated. I, I have thoughts. She said um, she was frustrated about not having any self-care during COVID and that they, she wants to be able to see her friends. She wants to be able to have her boyfriend drive her in her car. She wants to go to therapy. And she actually said, I would like to do it one time a week. Cause I do know I need a little therapy, but if she's been doing therapy like three times a week for years, she must be freaking exhausted. If you actually are doing therapy, it says the girl who's done plenty of therapy. It's a lot. Like it's a really doing that work is a lot. I can't imagine doing three times a week for years. Um, it, when you feel like your whole life revolves around medical appointments, I can imagine that it would feel very confining and restrictive. She thanked the court um, for letting her speak. She indicated to the court she didn't felt like she had been heard in 2019 when she spoke to the court. Those uh, documents around that were leaked to the New York Times, and the New York Times did a big article on that a few days ago. She also said she wanted the real deal towards the end, um, that she wanted to get married and have a baby, but that she's not allowed to, and that she's she's not allowed to have medical autonomy of her body. And it's heartbreaking, truly. Um, but the fact that it's heartbreaking doesn't mean any of this is legally improper, which is where I think it's very frustrating watching this conservatorship unfold because these are care plans approved by the court and put in place by the court. These are things that are evaluated in the court. How much money is being spent by the conservatorship goes through the judge and is approved or objected to by Britney's attorney and, and, and you know, denied by the court, though I haven't seen any line items be denied. Um, all of this is actually going through court process. And Brittany clearly feels like that process is failing her and that these are no longer the least restrictive means necessary, which are the words she didn't have. But this whole, her whole um, speech to the court felt like what she was screaming was, this is too restrictive and I don't need, I do need some help. I need a little bit of therapy, but I don't need this level of restriction. And I want my life and my autonomy and my personhood back. And the sense I got from hearing the court's statements after that is the court said, yes, she raises some questions. Sam Ingham said, yes, this raises a lot of questions. But then the end of the court hearing was the court saying to the attorneys, you guys need to come up with a plan and decide how you want to move forward and come up with court dates. The thing that concerns me, here's, here's my concerns, is that Sam Ingham said, um, I have a positive working relationship with Ms. Spears over the years. And we have two issues that need to move forward, either a petition to terminate or private counsel brought in. He said, I'll abide by whatever decision she makes. And then after the break, he said um, that he had conferred with Ms. Spears and that she wants the hearings to be sealed going 
forward. So I have a lot of concerns that going forward, we will not get to know a lot of what's going on. The other attorneys passed on the opportunity to speak. Um, Sam Ingham also said he wanted to discuss things with the other attorneys outside of the glare of the courtroom. I think what he meant was outside of where, you know, the entire fucking world is listening, but that's not shady. That's to protect attorney-client privilege and potentially protect medical information. I do still think Brittany's medical information should be protected. I feel like she was asking for more levels of privacy and and wants more levels of privacy. She wanted the public to know what she's been going through, but she also just wants her privacy. She doesn't want paparazzis photographing her when she's crying coming out of therapy, and nobody would. Um, and I understand that. Uh, the attorneys all indicated that they were going to pick dates. The court said uh, uh, multiple times that this was a status hearing and that there are no petitions. I think the court was making those statements for all of those listening in, wondering why Brittany said, I want to make a petition to end the conservatorship. And the court didn't just go, okay, let's hear it now. There's process there. An investigation would have to happen and Brittany would have to prove that she's able to care for herself. Maybe easier done with regard to the conservatorship of the person, but I'll get into that more when I talk about where I think this is going next. Um, so they're going to work out dates. I think we'll see some filings from Sam, Sam Ingham, or I hope so. The court at the end said one thing that I don't know if the parties are aware of, but it's been brought to my attention, that confidential information was provided to the media. I interpreted her to be talking about the New York Times because the New York Times did gain access to sealed documents that should never be accessed by anyone outside of the immediate attorneys and the court dealing with the matter. The court said that they looked into court administration to find out how it happened. Look, if the court leaked documents or court administration leaked documents, it would be a huge deal. And Brittany's already had to struggle with this. Brittany's medical information was leaked by um, U UCLA when she got put on a 5150 hold, and it was a huge issue. So um, the court indicated that she was very frustrated that the documents that got leaked, that it didn't appear to come from the court, that they're concerned about the public having access to private information in this case and is very concerned and asked the attorneys all to look more into it. Um, and then the court said, there's an issue. Someone's recording the proceedings in violation of the court order. Let's shut down the live audio. And it went, whoop, because at that point, I'd gotten back into the court's audio and was listening through the um, RAA and it got shut down. My concerns going forward are that because Sam Ingham asked for future proceedings to be sealed, it was Brittany who asked for them to become more public again. And Brittany's asking for them to be sealed going forward. Um, his exact words were, she believes it's advisable for the proceedings to be sealed going forward. And with the leaked audio, I think that the court will seal proceedings going forward and might seal all the documents going forward. That means no remote audio into the court hearings, no public access to the court hearings. All we will have is potentially the filings, if those don't all get sealed, potentially the court filings, and then the court minute orders or rulings, and potentially the probate notes, but not the hearings. And so, you know, that's what it's going to be, I think, going forward. What do I think Brittany's options are going forward? 
They talked about bringing in private counsel, and that's possible. They talked about whether or not to file a petition to end the conservatorship. I think that Sam Ingham and Brittany will have quite a lot of conversations going forward about what that looks like and about what the um, investigation would look like and what she would have to prove and decide if she wants to go through that or if she can agree to a less restrictive care plan with Jody Montgomery. And we might see Brittany agreeing to a less restrictive care plan because she doesn't want to go through being evaluated. I don't know what we'll see. I think it will become more clear once we see the next court filings from Sam Ingham. I think that we are still a long way off from potentially releasing the conservatorship of the person. I don't know if we will ever see the conservatorship over her estate released, but I do think that in the future we will see a motion to remove Jamie Spears from the conservatorship of the estate completely, and we will go from there. I am optimistic for a less restrictive personal conservatorship. I am optimistic that she will be allowed to either consult with Loeb and Loeb, who are private counsel working with Sam Ingham, or will be able to bring in her own private counsel of her choosing. There would have to be hearings about that, and there could be objections to that. But now that her father's not the conservator of the person, Jody Montgomery would have to bring some of those objections. I don't know if the business would have standing to object to her having a private attorney to look into the restrictiveness of the conservatorship of the person. And I would hope that somebody does look into it and that the court, given everything Brittany has shared now twice, uh, looks into whether this really is the least restrictive means necessary because I have questions about whether it is. So my thoughts. Um, I think I think the whole situation is tremendously sad. Um, I think we don't have all the underlying medical, and I'm not going to make a judgment about whether this conservatorship should have started or shouldn't have started. It's clear that Brittany feels that her conservatorship is too restrictive when it comes to her personhood and that she has no personal autonomy. It seems to me that if she can work, that maybe she can decide if she wants to get in her boyfriend's car and go out to dinner. Call me, call me, you know, out of line, call me, call me wild. But it feels like if she can do a Vegas residency, she can probably go out to dinner um, and choose what she wants to do. I think they're worried honestly, that she will like bounce the country. I think that's part of the concern is Brittany's just going to flee to Mexico within driving distance, right? Or flee to another state where the conservatorship doesn't apply. I wonder if that's one of their concerns that Brittany will actually just flee um, the restrictiveness of the conservatorship and be like, whatever, bitches, I'm going to Wyoming. It's Brittany, bitch. I'm out. I worry if that's a concern. Um, Though I don't know if Brittany would leave her kids and never come back to the state of California because that's where her kids are. So it makes me very sad to see a woman um, close to my age not having the basic human rights of being able to have some autonomy and saying to the court, I've worked my whole life and these people work for me and they're keeping me a prisoner. She likened her conservatorship to sex trafficking, to being forced to work against your will. And it absolutely broke my heart for her. And it's one of the things I've questioned about this conservatorship from the beginning is if this conservatorship needs to be this restrictive, how in the world can she work? It breaks, it absolutely breaks my heart for her. Um, it, she, 
It just, it really does feel like she's just being milked for her money by her family. What I would like to see is a statement from Lynn Spears. Lynn Spears has had attorneys in court now starting to object to things and starting to ask questions. I talked about this a little on Phil DeFranco today. There are financial objections over Jamie Spears' attorneys going on some kind of a media tour to like rehabilitate his image against the, about the conservatorship after the Framing Britney Spears documentary. And Lynn Spears' attorneys were like, how is this in Britney's best interest? Like, how is you talking about how much you know, Jamie Spears loves his daughter on, on television, helpful for her. And you heard Britney say, they can go say whatever they want, but it's a lie. I'm not happy. It's a lie. I'm depressed. And I was embarrassed and it's shameful. And I think that I should be able to sue people and that they should be in jail. She feels that this was abusive and that this is an abuse of her. And she, to me, it boils down to, she feels traumatized and she feels unsafe. And that really hurts my heart for her because I can't imagine what waking up every day like that must feel like for her. And it just, it's just absolutely heartbreaking to me. The thing is that even though it's heartbreaking, it doesn't mean any of what has happened is illegal. And that's the thing that is so hard to wrap your mind around. Because if somebody was truly incapacitated and couldn't take care of themselves, then yes, protecting them from driving is necessary. Yes, some of these restrictions can be necessary. But is it still necessary for Brittany? And it's really hard for me to see how it's still necessarily this restrictive. Hopefully, some of that will shift and things will get better for her. Hopefully, the national attention and the international attention this has gotten will encourage the court to fucking listen to Britney and to actually hear her. And the court is going to have to um, balance what the doctors are saying and what is needed and what the least restrictive means to accomplish that are, and is really going to have to take a look at that so that Brittany feels like she has some autonomy as a person, because you you shouldn't just be jailed in your home if you have some kind of mental health struggle. She spoke clearly to the court. She spoke impassioned to the court. And to me, she sounded scared that she would get cut off and wouldn't get to say everything that she wanted to say. And she felt scared that she wasn't going to be heard. It it really does it really does hurt my heart. Um, I didn't touch on the one last thing I didn't touch on was that there was a statement from her father right after the break, and it was from uh, I d- I didn't catch I thought it was Vivian Thren or Thren who spoke. It was a female attorney for Jamie Spears, but I couldn't hear clearly her appearance for the record. Um, of course, when you're listening on audio, you don't see the Zoom call, so it's hard to sometimes hear who's speaking. But the statement from Jamie Spears after everything that was said by Brittany after the recess was, quote, he is sorry to see his daughter suffering and in so much pain. He loves his daughter and misses her very much. And I felt, personal opinion, I I, I just felt like a manipulative statement to me. Um, like putting out to the media, see, this is Brittany suffering because there's something wrong with her. It seems to me what's wrong with her is how restrictive the conservatorship is. That's what seems to be wrong for Brittany. That's what I think. Where we go from here. I got to my thoughts. Let's go to where we go from here. If I've already stated it, I'm sorry. I'm going to restate myself. Where we go from here. 
We wait for Sam Ingham and the other attorneys to pick a date. There is a court date July 14th that is going to address making Jody Montgomery the permanent conservator, that's going to address some of the objections to the last financials, and to uh, address a number of other motions. I hope that we will see motions filed before that date from Sam Ingham, either altering or changing the care plan, or possibly reducing, mm, removing the conservatorship of the person. And at some point, I think we will see the removal or a motion to remove Jamie Spears as co-conservator of the estate. I just don't think we're there yet. So those are my my hopes and thoughts for what we see next. I don't think we're going to just see Brittany getting out of this conservatorship. I have said since I started covering this, I think there will be a phased uh, movement for this. I just, I just, I just... I, I, I'm sad for her. Her statements about being punished if she didn't adhere were heartbreaking. Her statements about having her medication just changed were heartbreaking. For anyone who's had family members deal with mental illness, I'm sure this brings up a lot. Um, it can be very triggering. It's, it's sad. It's sad. And she feels embarrassed to ask for help. And that made me sad too. So that's where we're at. Let's, Let's get to questions. Let's just, let's get to questions. I have questions. You have questions. Most of what we were going to do here today is questions. I have questions. Let's get to questions. But before we get all the way to questions, um, there's like 5,000 laundards in here. Are you subscribed? If you're not subscribed, I mean, maybe you could go ahead and do that. I think we might bing. We were close again to binging. If we bing, we'll play the it binged, but we're close to binging. I think we're pretty close to binging. So we might bing. And if it bings, I'll play the little thing. Um, for all of you that came over from the Phil DeFranco show today, thank you. Go and uh, go and hit the thing and bing. I'm going to sweep the super chats that I got, and then we will go ahead and do um, do the questions. We'll do the things. So thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. I'm going to do the super chats I can see, and then I'm going to get to the the back ones that I missed while I was while I was doing my thing, so I didn't get distracted. Because you know, your girl is ADHD. And I can't do I can't do the chat while I'm trying to like focus on a thing. And then you add in cold medicine and and it's a mess. Rihanna says this whole thing reminds me of Brian Wilson's treatment in the 80s. And I'm like, how could this kind of thing repeat itself? Shaking my head. I've worked in the mental health field for 15 years, so I actually know how, but heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And I really think there has to be a balance between help. Hold on, I'm I'm taking out my my tea bag, <laughs> but I think there has to be a balance between help and harm. And I think Brittany feels like she's being harmed and that this is not the least restrictive means. The conservatorship should support her and protect her. And it's clear she does not feel supported or protected. And that's a really hard thing. Um, it's hard to hear anyone say that they are afraid and that they are scared and that they are traumatized. It's har It's heartbreaking no matter who it is. It's heartbreaking that it's somebody so many of us have um, some kind of a connection to through her music, her performance, or just her being her. Um, and it's heartbreaking that as a woman, she has no bodily autonomy and didn't really get to enjoy raising her boys and wants to be a mom again and can't. It's it just, it makes me so sad. Um, kids can get a guardian ad litem. Is there something similar for her? She's in it in the conservatorship and she has a court appointed attorney who would be kind of the equivalent to the guardian ad litem uh, for her. So 
that's what it would be. Um, I'm going to try to get to this chat. Just jumped and I missed something. Will the people who posted um, the audio of her statement on social media and reshared it online be held in contempt or too many to prosecute? Gutter star McKenzie, I don't want to ever be instructive. If they find who did it, it could be a problem. If they find who uploaded it, it could be a problem. The court could also try to have those things taken down. I worry that it's so many that it's kind of the the shits out of the horse on this thing. And there's nothing that can be done. The transcripts are out there. The audio's out there. I don't know um, if there's much that can be done. But yeah, if the court figures out who it was, yes, they can be held in contempt. And there's fines. I would have to look up, excuse me, the exact code section uh, that's a violation for no recording of court proceedings. But there can be fines. And some of the code sections have jail time, though that would seem extreme. Um, in this case, fines are more likely. So it could it could be an issue. But again, there's so many. Um, there's so many. So is the conservatorship only enforceable in California? That is a fantastic question. This conservatorship is only enforceable in California unless the conservatorship papers have been extended to other states. And in fact, they have extended it to other states, uh, notably Hawaii and Louisiana, which are the two places she's allowed to travel. It could have been extended to other states. I would have to go back and look. But uh, those are the two off the top of my head that it's been extended to. Again, it's much harder to extend internationally than uh, within the U.S., and it's been extended in those two states that I know of so she can travel there, and the conservatorship still is enforceable in those states. So let me get back to some of the uh, Super Chats that I missed a little bit earlier. Thank you all for your support of the channel and the Super Chats. I appreciate it. Um, Krista Marie Miller said, hey, I have so many questions. I'm sure they will be answered. Well, thank you. If not, go ahead and pop them in the chat. We're going to get to questions next. Um, Rebecca said, enjoying the devil's grass, turning in from Virginia. Cheers. Um, can't wait to hear the commentary. Hopefully it was enlightening. Thank you, Sussex and Krista, for the super stickers. Jennifer said, actually, what you said about chemical imbalance is not true. There's no scientific facts whatsoever. I think uh, we're going to have to agree to disagree that there are some scientific facts about chemical imbalances in the brain and how imbalances in the brain can be treated with medication, but that's from my own personal experience. I am not a doctor. I have been through and struggled with depression, and I have quite a lot of friends that have struggled with postpartum depression, which, you know, metal chemical imbalance. But thank you uh, for that. Ellie Wilkinson said Ethan expressed his opinion that the judge's consistent approval of this behavior is incriminating, is investigating the judge's rulings on the table. <sighs> it, I mean, any, anything's possible. I think it would be very hard to get into. I think be, Bessemer Trust is now on board, and if they saw anything that was financially untoward, you would hope to see Bessemer um, bringing those concerns to the court. And you would also hope that the court appointed attorney would be saying things, but this is the judge that they work with. Could private counsel come in and take a look at it? Yes. Um, it would just be very, very hard. Um, uh, Ronnie A said, thanks, Emily. You're welcome. Matt Bond. Hey, Matt said, sadly, this has been her whole life. Absolutely. Uh, enjoyed chatting with you on Twitter earlier today. Lynn said, I used to monitor 
mental health LRA orders, post-involuntary holds. I learned a big lesson on jurisdictions when my client relocated from Washington State to Hong Kong. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Um, Kathy Kilpatrick, thank you for the super chat. Um, and then I think we are caught up. Uh, Sammy Joe said, did you catch Amphrodite's reading on Britney today? I did not see his reading on Britney today. I know he has past Britney readings that talked about some of this stuff, but I did not catch his reading today. I will after this. I enjoy Amphrodite's readings. You guys know that I do. Joy Daly said, I giggled when you said teabag too. Funny aside, it hurts my heart that she feels that way. It hurts my heart too. I hope that the judge treats us with care. I hope so too. Um, and you said, and lets her be free. I think that restriction, opening up the restrictions, and at least letting Brittany feel a little more autonomy would be a very good thing. I need the Krupp said my heart is broken. Found 14 hands unicorn rosé. Yes. Oh, pack them and send them to you. Well, thanks. You can't send wine in the mail. Bummer. But thank you for trying. No worries. Um, and then Wendy B., I think this is coming up where I can pull it up. Let me see. Um, let me see if I can get to these. I've got a few more that came in. Um, thank you guys. And then we will get to the non-super chat questions for sure. Wendy B said, this is too difficult to hear as a person with so many mental health issues. This is uh, that is continually working on getting them because I want to be a functional human being. This is scary. And, and I think, it can be absolutely scary to watch the dehumanizing of someone who hasn't done anything wrong except be them. It's it's very hard to watch. And so many fight for mental health treatment to see Brittany say, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not being treated well. And I don't, I didn't approve of these people. I don't trust these people. It just, it makes me sad. It makes me very sad for her. Um, Krista Marie says being on lithium without a diagnosis is a far reach. I'm sure there is a diagnosis. There would have had to have be, there would have had to have been a diagnosis underlying all of this. We just don't know exactly what it is, but I can't imagine. Unfortunately, I've seen professionals do all kinds of shit things. Um, like look at the Tom Girardi case, but it would be, it would be hard to, um, it would be hard to uh, imagine a medical professional putting someone on lithium that's so heavily regulated without the proper diagnosis. It'd be very hard to imagine. Um, what if Brittany released the audio? The Brittany could get in trouble with the court, but could Brittany really get in trouble with the court or would the conservatorship just get in trouble? Because, you know, she can't really be held in contempt if they say she doesn't have standing. Well played, maybe. Maybe. And if it, if it was Brittany, it's like, touche, what the fuck are you going to do to me, bitches? <laughs> touche. Um, touche. It could, could absolutely be. Uh, B said this started with good intentions and then people got greedy and now it's like a Victorian tragedy where the daughter gets locked in the attic. It definitely feels like that. It, it, I mean, her dad has, now it's Jody Montgomery, but her conservators have control of all of the things. Um, chicken soup and catnip <laughs> tip. I have definitely been getting by on kitten snuggles and, um, well, tater tots and cold medicine. If y'all wonder why Emily's not a skinny legend, it's it's exactly what I just said when I'm sick. I'm like, I need tater tots. Um, have you looked into Canadian Bill C-10 that was passed yesterday? Julia, I have not looked into Canadian Bill C-10 yesterday. I barely got through the Britney stuff yesterday and, and stuff today. So yeah, I know. I do not know what's going on in Canada. I'm sure it will come up 
and I will look at it. I've barely gotten to dive into what's going on with Rudy Giuliani being suspended by the bar of New York. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. I think the world owes the Leave Britney Alone, Save Britney video guy an apology. I think the whole world owes Leave Britney Alone an apology because he was on this before anyone, and he's right. Leave Britney Alone was right. He uh, Hopefully he watched Framing Britney Spears and was like, I tried to tell you fuckers that this is how it was. Because he did. He tried to tell everyone. He tried to tell everyone. Um, absolutely agreed. Ace Rocks Tech. Hi. I have a question. Why are you so awesome? I am definitely not awesome <laughs> today. We are congested in a mess, but thank you. Um, I'm just trying to help people understand the legal shit. Um, and I've never cared for tabloids coverage of Britney. Uh, Britney has not been treated fairly. A lot of women in the industry are not treated fairly. I, I think there's this, the trope of the hysterical woman is just so easy to lean into. And it's like, look at her doing crazy shit. When I think Britney probably uh, needed support and care and needed those around her to protect her and not vilify her. Krista Marie said, I'll repeat either diagnosis or not. The meds needed or not. There's still a far reach to this. Oh, I misunderstood what you're saying. You're saying that no matter what's going on with her, lithium feels like a stretch anything regarded um yeah it's such a such a serious medication totally understand uh miss misinterpreted what you said but yes i hear you thank you um for that all right i think we got through we're caught up honestly um just look at the ask your doctor about xyz medicine could be an instruction manual for her lovely guardians i, I mean <sighs> The tarot reader I always mention are two, Amphrodite and Bea Lucille are tarot readers that I watch quite a lot. Um, Joy Daly, not to distract you too far, but when is your next unboxing? I sent you something. I'm excited to see you open it. I have to get to my PO box and I will send out um I will send out that over the text line. So if you guys are um, if you guys are part of the text crew, you will get notification and I'll do that on Instagram for sure. And then share it. But when the next one is, I do not know. I have to feel better first. <laughs> so you guys can join the text crew at textemily.com and then I will get there, um, for sure. Uh, Michael, Matt Bonds and Michael Jackson warned her early that this would happen. He knew, well, he went through a lot of this stuff too, didn't he? Michael Jackson absolutely had, um, and I think Bessemer Trust, <sighs> I don't want to be wrong. I could be wrong. One of, it's either the business manager or bis, bes, the new business manager or Bessemer Trust that dealt with the estate from Michael Jackson because it was in the court filings. Um, and if you look back at my content, I go through the different court filings. It was in one of the court filings that the reason, I think it might've been the business manager, the reason this new uh, person can be appointed is because they dealt with complex estates like the Michael Jackson estate. So that was, that was in there for sure. Question. If a conservatorship is ended, can the person take civil action against the former guardian? If they did something improper, it would be very hard to prove it's improper when the court is approving all of these things. But hopefully if there was anything that was improper, Bessemer will uncover it and that will be looked into. I'm I'm optimistic that the court was approving this and going, yeah, it seems reasonable. Yeah, it seems reasonable. And though all of us feel like it's way too restrictive, it's it, it's really hard to quarterback without having the full information. And it's very, very hard to um 
to say, hey, what were they doing wrong when the court was reading these things, sometimes, you know, monthly and quarterly and approving them. And so going back and seeing where the system failed Brittany would take somebody having access to all of the sealed records and making that determination. And maybe that's where um, bringing in private counsel could help her. So um, Miss Amama said something that was great that I did want to bring out. Uh, trusting your therapist does number one when it comes to getting mental health care. Yes. And that's why it is so sad to me that Brittany was like, I have to go see people I don't know. And I have to go talk to people I don't know. Cause she clearly does not have that trusted relationship. What are your thoughts on her attorney? Is he taking correct steps? Ashley, it's really hard to know. Um, because you can't interject into what the attorney client relationship is is doing and what Brittany's saying. If Brittany is saying, I refuse to be evaluated and Sam Ingham saying, well, if I file this, you'll be evaluated. And she's saying, well, I don't want to do that. Then it's hard to say he's not filing to end the conservatorship. And that's wrong. If his client is saying, yeah, um, I want part A, but I don't want part B. And the lawyer's saying, right, but A and B go hand in hand. He does seem to be much more active and much more engaged in questioning uh, things that are going on. And now you have Lynn Spears also, like the real Lynn Spears, please stand up, is also has attorneys in court looking over this. So I feel like there's a lot more eyes on what's going on now. And hopefully that Brittany will get the freedom that she's looking for now that there are more eyes on this. And, oh, and I'm optimistic. So thank you, Chris Crocker, free Brittany, the leave Brittany alone. I mean, I get it. Question, Brittany mentioned wanting to sue. How likely do you think that is to happen? Uh, Katie and Greg, I think the above question answered that. I think it's a long road to get there, and I think there would have to be impropriety found, and I don't know if that's there. You can have things be legally proper and still feel disgusting, which is kind of where we're stuck right now with this. There's nothing that we've seen that's legally improper yet. That doesn't mean that things won't be uncovered. Um, if successful, how does the conservatorship process end exactly? There has to be a motion. I covered the motion from stand the stand with no standing in another, I don't know if it's on the playlist yet. I'll have to remind myself to put it on the playlist, but I covered the filing from stand the stand. There has to be a petition. And then there's generally evaluations and an investigation. And Brittany will have to prove that she's able to care for herself in a way that's different than what happened when the conservatorship got started. So. And then show that there is now a less restrictive means that can provide um, the care or help that she needs or that she doesn't need care and help and therefore the conservatorship should end. So Sleep Ninja said, Chris Crocker, he's on Facebook. If y'all want to show him some love for his leave Brittany alone, I mean, y'all can, y'all can absolutely. Um, can they have an emergency hearing or do we have to wait a few more weeks? This hearing was a impromptu hearing and it took them like a month and a half from the last date to set it. Um, so unless something drastic happens, getting all these lawyers to pick dates and into court is going to take time. Of course, we didn't hear the end of the court hearing because the court was like, somebody's recording this. Bye. But the court was asking the attorneys to all get together and pick dates. I think we probably won't see much happen except maybe some filings before July 14th. So, um, Rebecca, this is a great question. Is a conservatorship the same as power of attorney? No, a conservatorship has more powers and more rights than a power of attorney. So it goes beyond a power of attorney. 
Could she leave the country and change citizenship? Uh, well, I don't think she she can't get on a plane without approval from the conservators. So um, that'd be awfully hard for her to do. That'd be awfully hard. And they still have control of her money. So even if she leaves, they have control of her money. Um, there's a lot of control here that's an issue. Question, if someone around Brittany was concerned about the conservatorship, what could they do legally? Well, I think we're seeing it happen with Lynn Spears having attorneys come into court and and talk about it. I don't know if there's anyone else that could really do that or have standing to do that, but I think we're starting to see that with Lynn Spears doing what she can do. Um, um Dina, we got to that. Okay, now y'all know how far behind I am in the chat. I'm going to try to catch up a little bit. Claire Jean, this entire thing is so, it is so sad. Like it is just, it is so, so sad. Um, and it's hard, it's hard for me to talk about it because it's just like the legal side is like, this is what the legal is. But then the emotional, like human side is just, it's so, it's just so sad to me that she feels like her entire life has been stolen from her by people profiting off of her and that she can't even get in a car with her boyfriend. And it's just, it's the little things that she doesn't even have autonomy over. And that is absolutely heartbreaking. Um, I, I feel for her boys too. This can't be easy for them. And the boys actually have a restraining order against her dad. Having her dad out of the conservatorship might allow her to have some more time with her boys and be around them. I can't imagine what this thing has been like for them. And I can't imagine, um, how hard it is for them to hear. I mean, I can't imagine they haven't listened to their mom's statement in court it, to feel like your parent is, is living a life that they can't really live would also be infuriating. And I can understand why her boys were acting out against Jamie Spears. Like I can absolutely imagine. Where can I find a transcript of Britney's statement? I'm going to put up the one from Variety in the chat. I will link it in the description down below if I don't forget. Um, and then we will, yeah, there's one, I think People Magazine did one too. So you can Google it, but there are, not official court transcripts. These are media outlets transcribing, well, probably the leaked audio <laughs> or the people in court. I mean, I imagine that the media outlets had three and four and five and six people on the call transcribing it to make sure they didn't miss anything. She talked very, very fast. Um, no, Lorray said she said her entire family. Um, she did say her entire family. She said she felt betrayed by her entire family. Question, what are the restrictions around her with her kids, Michelle? We don't know because we haven't seen those documents, but we do know that she does not have custody of her kids. Full custody is with their father because she can't make legal decisions for herself, so she can't make legal decisions for them. When and how she gets to be around her kids is something we do not know. Um, and we do see her sharing photos of her with her kids, which I think is a good thing. And I, I hope she gets to spend more time with them because that is heartbreaking too. How do you think things would be different if there was absolutely no money exchange except perhaps a small limit for specific line items? Uh, I mean, it, it would be a lot easier to manage this conservatorship because they're managing the whole business that is licensing Britney Spears and making a ton of money off it. And you know, from other commentary, I always have concerns when the people in control of the thing are the same people making money off of the thing. Um, which leaves us to Sam Ingham, who is the one who is probably profiting the least off of the whole thing and, and is the one left standing to do something for Brittany. 
uh, and I know people don't trust him either, but his job is to be an advocate for what's in her best interest, sometimes even when she doesn't like what he believes is in her best interest. And I have to hope that if what's in her best interest is to um, end this conservatorship, that he does that. So, um, question, what are the chances it will not be lifted? I mean, there's always a chance that it won't be lifted. Most conservatorships aren't, but I hope we'll see a lessening of it. I think there's more of a chance it won't be lifted as to the financial. I don't know as to the personal because we don't know what's in the medical records. And so without knowing that, it's hard for me to say, can she can she care for herself in a way where this is too restrictive? And if that's true, if she can care for herself in a way that this is too restrictive, then there's a good chance it'll be lifted. But if that's not what the experts say to the court, then it won't be lifted. So it's really going to depend. Um, question, can she choose who will evaluate her if she agrees to it? No, that'll be the court's decision. And the court has appointed doctors that they work with. So no, she won't get to make that choice unfortunately. Question, is it possible that what the court approved was not what was actually done? Um, it, yes, it's always possible, and it would take an investigation to find that, and there are investigators that can do that, but that would take time. Um, question, is Jody present when Brittany is talking to Sam? Shouldn't be. Does Brittany have the right to speak alone to her lawyer? Yes, she absolutely should have the right to speak to her lawyers alone. And her that's why there is Jody Montgomery, the conservator of her person. Jody Montgomery has lawyers. Then there's Sam Ingham. And then they also have Loeb and Loeb, who's working with Sam Ingham on some of the litigation stuff. So Brittany has her own lawyer but it's not the lawyer she got to hire. This is the lawyer appointed by the court. So yes, she has the right to have private counsel with her lawyer. And her lawyer said in court that they're talking like three times a week. And Brittany said that their relationship had gotten better and that they're talking more. So that's good. Question, was this hearing with a new judge? No. And if so, what are your thoughts about her? Did she seem sympathetic to Brittany's complaints? The judge did seem um sympathetic to Brittany. She thanked Brittany. She commented on the courage it would have taken to share that with the court and with everybody. Brittany did share her heartache and her embarrassment and how victimized um, she was and how traumatized she is. And the court did say you raise valid questions. And hopefully the court will look at future documents with that in mind. This is not a new judge. This judge has been in charge uh, for years, uh, but was not the first judge that initiated the conservatorship but this is the judge that heard her speak in 2019. And maybe now, um, two years, two, three years later, the court is actually hearing her. Buttercup, I that you raised an excellent question that has been rattling around in my noggin too. How does Brittany ever trust anyone? I don't know. Um, it seems that everyone around her has taken advantage of her in some way. And she I saw comments online that Brittany sounded um paranoid. And my issue with those comments are, well, if what she's saying is what's being done to her, and I believe her, she's not paranoid to say, I don't trust people. People have not served her well, even if they think it's in her best interest. She doesn't think it's in her best interest. So how does she trust that anyone's acting in her best interest when they've locked her in mental facilities that she doesn't want to be in? So, yeah. What happens if her father dies, Linda Taylor asks. I get asked this a lot. Does someone else take over? Because Bessemer Trust is already the co-conservator, Bessemer Trust would probably just become the sole conservator of the estate, truly. Um, 
Question, does patient confidentiality with the therapist exist or does it get shared with the conservatorship? It gets shared with the conservators. And the line there is something that uh, is unclear because the medical decisions are not with the person. It's like it's like when you talk to the doctor on behalf of your child, the doctor shares with you what's going on with your child. It is the same with Brittany. The doctor shares with her conservator what's going on with him or her, and that's now Jody Montgomery. Um, and as I say him, because both of my child, children are boys. But at 40, almost 40 years old, for her, it's clear that that doesn't feel good, and she does not feel safe in that. Um, life by Jen... How could her attorney be doing a good job if she didn't know the conservatorship could end? I, and again, I don't know what conversations she has had with her attorneys. She said to the court, I didn't know I could be, um, I didn't know I could make a motion to just get rid of this, but this, her conservator has done this before and that would have been a conversation. I just wonder if the cons the conversation is, we would have to evaluate you to do this. And Brittany's like, I don't want to do that. So I I don't know, um, and I can't insert myself into that attorney-client relationship because we don't know what's been discussed. But yeah, yeah, we just don't know what's been discussed. So it's hard. It's really hard to comment on because there are definitely times um, in my career where I have talked to particularly victims of crime about stuff, and the next court hearing, they're like, you never told me that. And I'm like, we did talk about this, but when people are struggling with trauma, um, it's very hard. Sometimes it will take multiple conversations for them to really grasp and understand what you're saying. So it might be that Brittany just did not really truly understand, even if it had been said to her and her journey attorney's job is to help her understand um, what's going on, but that might be hard because, you know, um, Matt Bond found the book and photo ironic. The photo is lucky. Oh my goodness, Matt Bond. That is ironic that the photo is lucky. We're now having a private conversation and everybody's like, what are you both talking about? Do not worry. It was a conversation, but the, if you guys go back and listen to lucky, will you, will you just hit me up on Twitter with what you think? I'll start a thread on Twitter about it after this live. I re-listened today and I was just horrified. It just made me so sad. Like I was sad and horrified. I was sad and horrified. Carla makes a great point. It's horrible that someone's human rights can be court mandated without an extensive review uh, yearly. They are reviewed, but if she won't submit to a medical evaluation, it's tricky. So yes, it is reviewed, but they're not necessarily re-reviewing medical and they're reviewing what the conservators are saying. And the goal is always that the conservatives have the conservatives' best interest at heart, but when it seems that that's not happening, the system kind of collapses. Hello, Aaron. Hopefully all is well in Ireland. If the conservatorship ended, would be contingent on Brittany getting another evaluation. Does that mean she is seeking a reworking of her current plan to have more autonomy? I think that she and her attorney may come to the decision that reworking her care plan so she has more autonomy is beneficial at this time so she doesn't have to be more evaluated. I wouldn't be surprised based on Brittany's statements that she worries another evaluation will have her restricted even more. Um, the word she used repeatedly was punished. So I can understand why she's afraid. I don't think it's unreasonable fear. So I... I wonder if that's what they will choose, and we'll see with the court filings. If they do choose to rework the care plan, that will be filed under seal, and we won't get to see it, um, which, is which is appropriate. 
though I get disappointed because I want to know the things, I also think Britney really does deserve her privacy, but like also invested, like invested. Trisha said, I can't blame her for being paranoid at this point. I mean, me neither. People were like, she sounds paranoid. I'm like, she sounds like she's been through some shit. How can you trust people when everyone's benefiting off of you when they should be protecting you and she doesn't feel protected? I don't blame her at all. Um, Tegan, I get this question a lot. <sighs> at this point on the information we have, no. If more information comes out, that could change. If there's an investigation, if there was fraud perpetrated on the court, then anything is possible. But at the this point with the information that we have at hand, I don't see anything that would warrant that. You know, you unfortunately don't go to jail for being a dick. But the thing... The thing is, I make the best, I try to give the best information I can with the information I have available at the time. And with the information we have available at the time, everything's been done through court process, valid court process. And I think that's where the problem is. People are going, how is this valid court process when Brittany is still so restricted? And therein lies what Brittany is saying to the court going, how is this okay? I'm more okay than this. Give me back my life. If the conservatorship is ended by the court, can her father appeal it? No, I don't think that he can. He can object to ending it, but once the court decides, I don't think that he can appeal it. I have no idea um, what's going on with the sister. At one point, she had been appointed as the guardian's the wrong word, as the executor of Brittany's estate if something happened to Brittany. I don't know if that's still on the books. I have not seen much about what's going on with the sister, but the sister was also um, the sister was also uh, working with Lou Taylor, and there was some weirdness there that I didn't fully understand because I don't know much about her sister. Lori C., why do the lawyers have lawyers? <laughs> the court-appointed counsel has special counsel, which we're seeing in the bankruptcy with the Girardi case. So court-appointed counsel Sam Ingham is like, look, Jamie Spears has a flying fucking fleet of lawyers. I'm me. And I have other cases. I am not a law firm. I am a dude. So I need help for litigation and I need litigation counsel because I cannot do all of this alone. And that's why other attorneys were appointed. Uh, question, do you have to be a law student or a lawyer to be a lawnard? No, we're all lawnards here. We're all lawnards here. I don't have my lawnard shirt on. I had it on this morning. <laughs> Me, Brittany. Yeah, we're all lawnards here. No, if you're a subscriber to the channel and a watcher of the channel, you are a lawnard because we all want to understand the facts and then we want to talk about where the fuckery sometimes meet those facts. So yes. Um, question, where's Lou Taylor in this discussion? Lou Taylor has been removed from the chat. Lou Taylor got yeeted. Actually, Lou Taylor quit. She was, she said in court documents she was getting death threats. Uh, I went through those court documents a while back, but she asked to be relieved as the business manager for Britney, but had been the business manager up until 2020. So Lou is now gone, but was a big part of this up until 2020. Um, you continued on, Aboro. I hope I pronounced that properly. She has, she was a huge instigator in this whole thing. Yes. My heart broke for Brittany when she said how she wasn't okay. Depression is real, y'all. Yes. My heart also broke for her uh, because she absolutely, um, absolutely, absolutely said, I am not okay. And she should feel safe. And she clearly doesn't feel safe. Um, 
Where is KFED in this? Has he spoken up? I, oh, the chat might know better than I do. I don't remember if KFED has spoken up in support of Brittany. He is taking care of the kids full time. I imagine he is probably trying to just stay out of the whole thing because that's what's best for his children. And he thinks that that's what's best for his children. That would be my supposition and my hope um, is that he's trying to not put their mother in any kind of light by just head down. Tutti, I hope I said it right. By the way, your icon is fabulous and I love it. Question, if Brittany was somehow able to escape to another country, would that be a way for her conservatorship to end or expire? I hate giving advice because it's never legal advice, but comment on what would happen. The thing is she wouldn't have access to her money. So I can't see how that would happen. Is it theoretically possible? Like time travel, anything's theoretically possible, but it would be very hard to enforce the conservatorship in another country. How about that? That, that feels like an answer. That's an answer. Valerie said, doctors may tell you about your kid's health, but therapists, I would think even kids have more privacy. Um, there are generally boundaries with kids and therapists, but there is also information shared with parents when their kids are in therapy to ensure the safety and well-being of the child, but also maintain a, a modicum of privacy. I think Brittany probably has less privacy than that. So I'm going to try to get to a few more of these. Question. If recs are illegal, how does YouTube show trials? Ah, recordings. Sarcastic superhero girl. This is a great question. So some courts live stream and broadcast, and courts approve live streaming and broadcasting. In the Britney Spears case particularly, there is a boatload, and I was going through the, the docket, there's a boatload of media outlets that have asked to record or broadcast, and all of them have been denied the court has to approve recording or broadcasting. We all remember, well, not all. I I assume. We all remember the O.J. Simpson trial. It was one of the first big televised trials because Judge Lance Ito approved cameras in the courtroom and approved the trial being televised. So if a court approves it, trials can be televised. This court has not approved any of this being re-recorded or distributed, they've only allowed people to listen in because generally court proceedings are open. In conservatorships and probates, and even some others, the court proceedings can be sealed, meaning closed off to the public for the protection of the individual. And I think that that's what's going to happen <sighs> going forward. And it makes me sad because I want, I want us to know what's happening because at this point, I feel like all of us are sitting here going, we just want her to be okay. Can somebody tell me she's going to be okay? I want to know she's okay. Like, if you seal everything, how are we going to know she's okay? And her Instagram is not going to do it for me. I want to know. I want to know that she's all right. Yes, Ashley Vincent, my prerogative is also, uh, and, and overprotected. Though I don't feel, I feel like she's overprotected, but not protected at all. Like, she's over-controlled, but actually very vulnerable. So, sweet baby Ray, two. If she has to ask permission for money supportability to do things and to get people in place to prove that she can take care of herself, how would she succeed in the evaluation? You ask the logical and natural questions. She would have to have the court approve it 
outside and this would her dad would not be involved in this because it would probably be the person first so it would be jody montgomery and the court approving people um and her attorney pushing for it and her attorney said if Brittany wants me to do this i will do what my client wants and then it is sam ingham's job to push to make that happen that is his job to do what Brittany's asking him to do the conservator of the person it is their job to do what they think is in Brittany's. Uh, medical best interest, even though it might not be what she wants. And depending on what her medical diagnosis is, that may or may not be appropriate in the way that it's happening, which we don't know. Laura V, hello. As an attorney in Florida, my understanding has always been that the standard for guardianship is very high. Does California simply have a lower standard by which someone is deemed incapacitated? It's supposed to be clear and convincing evidence and clear and convincing evidence should be a high standard, but I don't think it's been reevaluated by clear and convincing evidence since it was incepted. So with the Girardi conservatorship, the clear and convincing evidence was a psychiatrist checkbox. It was like from a conversation with Tom Girardi and they're like, yep, seems like it's right. So I don't know if a one, like a three sheet form is clear and convincing evidence the court found that it was in the Girardi case. A lot of people have questions about that conservatorship and whether it's proper or whether it's hiding. Um, but if it's just one conversation with one doctor and a checklist, is that really clear and convincing evidence? Or if, I mean, and if that is, in 2007, 2008, when it was clear Brittany was going through stuff, which might have been appropriate given, it might have been an appropriate response to the external situation, but could they have said, yeah, we don't trust her to take care of herself after, you know, the head shaving and all of this? Yeah. But could that be reevaluated now? Yeah. But does she want to be reevaluated? I don't think she does because she doesn't trust that they're not going to use it against her to, to retaliate. And I understand that when she said, if I don't do what they want, they, they punish me. It, it felt very much like, you know, a kid saying, if I don't do what I'm told, they take away my iPad. But for her, it's like, if I don't do what I'm told, they don't let me see the one person in my life I'm allowed to see my boyfriend or don't let me go on the one vacation I've been looking forward to. Just all of, just, yes, it's supposed to be clear and convincing. Hope, <laughs> Laura, I hope that answered your question. It just, the check, the checkbox forms are just, should we pull them up? Let me know in the chat if you want me to pull up the Tom Girardi forms and show you what I mean by the checkbox forms, because those aren't sealed, and I'll, I'll show you those. Um, Amber, fellow Middle, C, ten, Middle Tennessee transplant allergies here are horrible. Local honey helps the transition. We have local honey. Um, full, full disclosure, I am fully vaccinated. My kiddo went away to camp, and he picked up a sniffle, and he came home with a sniffle. And now I've got a sniffle. I don't think this is allergies. I have a head cold. That's just what it is. It's just what it is. Taylor, Brittany has been doing that sort of, and that's how Bessemer is now the co-conservator. She is not asked to remove Jamie permanently, but the court indicated that she might. Oh, we have a Pawnard sighting. Hello, George. Hello, George. How are you? We're just going to don't scratch my chair, George. Please don't. All right. I'm going to try to get to a few more super chats and then I'm going to pull that up if you guys want to see that. I want to make sure I don't miss it. I'm trying very hard not to miss anything and to get to non-super chatty questions as well because this is always a conversation. So I try to make sure we get everybody in the conversation. Um, 
I also, did you guys catch her comments about um, Miley Cyrus and about Paris Hilton? It was very interesting to me. Um, Ash, uh, Ashley says, Alicia, sorry, I read that totally backwards. I mentioned that I'm ADHD and dyslexic. I I moved all your letters around. I'm sorry. What will happen if her kids turn 18 and there's still some level of conservatorship? Could they fight to take over any access to the estate? That's an interesting question. At 18, they could um, take over. I don't know. (sighs) Not a therapist. I don't know if that would be healthy for them to be in, like, in charge of their mom. I hope that the conservatorship allows her to be uh, married and maybe let Sam take over some of those decisions for the person. But also that's a lot to put on a person as well because caregiver fatigue is real. So uh, I, I have a lot of questions. So everybody's like, yes, pull the documents, pull the documents, pull the documents. George, what do you say? Do you think we should pull the documents? George is like, sure. He's like, I'm going to just blend in. I'm going to blend in. I'm going to blend in. Um, oh, Julia, I agree with you. I mean, the second a woman has a moment, she's clearly hysterical, but I think a lot of those sexist tropes kind of played into this. I all, uh, it wasn't just the head shaving. I did a episode of the Emily show a while back. That's on the Britney playlist where I talked about all the things that were going on in her life. I couldn't have handled. I don't think many of us could have handled all the things that were going on in her life. I definitely wouldn't have dealt well with having two babies in such close time. Um, I did not do well. I would not have dealt well. That alone, that alone would have been hard. Um, all right, let's pull up these other documents. You guys are like, yes, bitch, pull them up, please. It only took me months of being a lawner to realize Emily's tinted glasses are maybe for dys- they are they are for my dyslexia, MA ADHD. They're Erlen lenses, and I love them. I wish I had discovered this. Thera- this method of therapeutic much earlier. Um, I got a lot of questions from my TED talk about my glasses. People are like, you're wearing like sunglasses. I'm like, I couldn't have given that talk not in tinted lenses. I wear them all the time. Uh, BTS Army question, can a conservator recommend relaxing restrictions proactively or is it dependent on the conservative asking for change? I don't think it's restricted and I don't... I, I I don't think it's restricted at all. Um, I think that there would have to be a reason for it. And I think that it's more likely to happen if the conservatee asks for it. But I don't think it's predicated on that. So, oh, I agree that men shave their heads all the time, not paid by anyone. I, I also think that when Brittany shaved her head, what she said was, I'm tired of everyone touching me. And I think that was, I am tired of the control. And I'm tired of everyone being in control of me. Um, my friend who recently passed tattooed um, her right before the head shaving. I'm sorry that your friend passed. And I'm glad Brittany got her tattoos. Um, what can we do to help Brittany? I think continuing to ask the questions. And I think continuing to ask the questions has shed a lot of light on this. And I also think it brings um, or takes away the stigma of mental health. And I think that that's one of the things we can do to help Brittany is to make sure she knows from the public that she doesn't need to be embarrassed. She doesn't need to be ashamed and she doesn't need to be afraid to speak up and fight for herself and that people will be there. I worry that the court process will all get locked back down and we won't know what's going on if um, there are threats against her dad, if there are continued leaks and things like that. I think um, she, I think if anyone should be shamed in this whole thing, the paparazzi chasing her down needs to stop so that she feels like she has a little bit of um, 
privacy and a little bit of freedom. So uh, convenient effing autocorrect, hang on, Girardi's conservatorship was that easy. Um, it's, that is fishy and unusually convenient, no. I, but others are this easy too. So question, how do we know if Brittany asked for the next hearing to be private? This is so scary. Well, she was still on the court call and she had spoken up on the Zoom call to say to the judge, thank you. And so she was still live on the court call and Sam Ingham said, you know, my hair, let me pull up the note and tell you exactly what Sam Ingham said. Cause this is the part, this is the part after Brittany spoke after the recess before the court cut the audio. So these are from my notes. Um, and I type pretty fast, but these are of course my notes and my impression and everything gets filtered through lawyer brain. The additional comment from Sam Ingham, Brittany says that since this is what he told the court, Brittany says that since she has made the remarks that she was able to make on the record today, she believes that it would be advisable for the proceedings to be sealed going forward. And I would corroborate the comments that it took a great deal of courage for my client to make those comments on the record. And I would amplify my earlier suggestion, um, given the working relationship I have with Ms. Spears over the years and the issues of counsel that want to approach it and for me to discuss it with them out of the glare of the courtroom, the two issues, the petition to terminate and private counsel being brought in, I'll abide by whatever decision she makes. So I think that if that wasn't Brittany's will, she was, she could have said on the zoom call, no, that's not what I want to the court. I imagine the court would have seen Brittany nodding along um, and, and indicating her assent to what her attorney represented. She said while she was present in court. So I'm just going to show you this checkbox documents real quick. And then we are at like an hour and a half. And I know we normally stream for two hours, but we do have Friday Night Live tomorrow. And I sound like crap. <laughs> so I just want to show you guys real quick, for those of you that haven't watched the extensive amount, the voluminous amount of Girardi coverage on this cover. Uh, these, are, these are the uh, Girardi capacity declarations. I'm just going to go through it real quick. I've pulled it up before. These are public records. Um, it always feels weird to me to pull up public records that also have medical information in them, but they're public records and that's what it is. Capacity declaration. They're literally checkboxes. California licensed physician, two years experience, who the conservatee is based on my medical um, ability to attend court hearing, whether they can uh, attend the court hearing or not, why they could or could not attend the court hearing, and whether... Um, whether it would make sense, the proposed conservatee is able to attend the court hearing because of medical inability. The proposed conservatee is not able to attend the court hearing. I imagine that's what was checked in Britney's as well um, on a date set for the foreseeable future, supporting facts. Uh, dementia impairs his ability to understand the hearing. Um, and then they talk about alertness and attention, and they go through checkboxes with that. Information processing, checkboxes with that. Thought disorders, checkboxes with that. Um, ability to modulate mood. This is all from a in-office conversation. Periods of impairment, emotional distress is directly related to his dementia and exacerbated by confusion, suffers Alzheimer's. Um, this is other information stated below, state of the code. It seems like this was the first diagnosis he's had because otherwise his license to practice would have been impaired by an Alzheimer's diagnosis and that didn't happen until this. Um, ability to consent to medical treatment. This is one of the key foundations to a conservatorship. Um, has the capacity to give informed consent for medical treatment 
lacks the capacity to give informed consent for medical treatment. This would have had to have been checked in Britney's to have the level of conservatorship that she has. Um, and it can be, you know, one or both lacks the capacity to give informed consent to any form of medical treatment because he or she either one, unable to respond knowingly and intelligently regarding medical treatment, or two, unable to participate in treatment decisions by means of rational thought process, or both. The deficits in the mental functions described in item six above significantly impair the proposed conservatee's ability to understand and appreciate the consequences of medical decisions. This opinion is limited, is limited to medical consent capacity. And then these are, uh, and that's it. That's the capacity declaration that goes forward with the conservatorship. And then there is a court appointed investigator and the investigator makes a report. I went through that in the, um, I went through that in the coverage of the Girardi case, if you want to see that. And that's what it is. So that's what they go through. It's a, it's a conversation. And then there's a court investigator who does a little bit more and met with Tom Girardi and talked to him about certain things and also uh, confirmed. And then there's the declaration of the proposed conservator in Tom Girardi's case, his brother, in Brittany's case at the outset, her father. And they would also make a statement. The father would have said, this is why I think she needs the conservatorship. And again, at that time, that might have been the thing, but we're 13 years later and it might be just way too restrictive because it's supposed to be the least restrictive means necessary. And I don't feel like any of us walked away from listening to what Brittany had to say, feeling that this is the least restrictive necessary. So, uh, Britton, where do we go from here? We're going to see what Sam Ingham files in court. And if he files to reduce the conservatorship, we'll know or to remove the conservatorship will know. And if he doesn't, then my assumption will be that they're working on a least restrictive care plan. So Diane, I understand that you can't diagnose Alzheimer's until you do a brain. Well, they should have brain scans, but people are diagnosed with Alzheimer's without brain slices. <laughs> they are diagnosed on scans and other ways, but I am not a medical uh, professional uh, living sweetly. Dementia is progressive. It's weird that no one picked up on Girardi's medical condition or noticed concerning irregularities. <sighs> we will talk about Girardi more tomorrow because I think some of what Erica said last night in Real Housewives, this is your law nerd homework. Go watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night. We'll reconvene tomorrow to discuss. But I think some of what Erica said might raise some issues. I have a lot of issues with the Girardi stuff because either no one was picking up on the red flags that worked with him. And so his clients were dealing with a perhaps mentally incapacitated attorney, which is bad for them. Or, or he knows that there's a criminal investigation going on and that's why this is going on. Either way, these are both bad. Yeah, Rebecca, I agree with you that this doesn't feel like enough to diagnose someone, but that's, that's the declaration. Now, the doctor might do more in their evaluation, but that's what the doctor shares with the court. That is the document. That is the conservatorship capacity declaration. Wild, right? Um, Valerie, why didn't the judge look into Brittany's concerns two years ago when she first heard them? I do not know. I do not know. The New York Times article had some thoughts about it, but I do not know. I do not know. I do not know. Um, Overachiever, <laughs> Lori. 
Homework is done. I love it. Ahead of the class. Ahead of the cal- Ahead of the class. Can't they do a DNA scan? I I don't know. Not a medical professional. Best homework assignment ever. Perfect. Um, what Erica was saying was interesting. It is interesting, and I I do not have family members with dementia and Alzheimer's. I have friends that I have gone through with them as their family members are going through this. It is a very hard thing to go through. Um, but there were things Erica was saying that I was like, oh, interesting. Could this have been part of that? Or could it, or could it be BS? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to trust. I don't know. What people say on TV is what they choose to say on TV. It's You're very aware when you sit down and the camera's on you, you know that that's happening. Um, thank you for covering this tonight. Feel better. Thank you, Jennifer K. I will. I'm heartbroken about all of this, you guys. I feel with you. Um, so happy Brittany even had the courage to do research to the best of her capacity. I think so too. Um, holding inaccuracy of mental illness to profit is never okay. I absolutely agree with you. And also being shamed over mental illness is not okay. And her feeling ashamed is not okay. Um, how can they force Brittany to go on birth control? Do they force men who are under conservatorship to be chemically castrated? Is there a gender bias? I very much wonder if there's a gender bias. I have my own feelings and suspicions, but they can make the medical decisions for her. And this was the medical decision that they made. So I, I, I don't know if they forced her to go on the IUD or if the time, because IUDs, can, depending on the one, can last 10 years or more sometimes, not a medical professional. But I wonder if at the time that seemed like, yeah, I understand. I don't want to take birth control every day anyway. Yeah, I get it. But now she wants it removed and they're not letting her do that. She's very frustrated. So it just, I, I feel for her. Um, I really, really do. So law nerds, thank you for riding for an extra ride on behalf of Brittany to talk about what was going on in court. Thank you for being compassionate towards what she is going through and hearing what the court is going through and being, <sighs> we all have a lot of questions and it's, it's sad and it's frustrating and there is court process in place. And the best we can do right now is watch that court process play out and keep asking questions and asking how this happened. Why is this happening? And, and if, and if this is something that's needed to continue, right, George, don't you think George is like, yep. George is like, I agree. So thank you all for being here. Thank you for being a honored. I appreciate you. I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you mods for riding for an extra, extra ride this week. I know it's been busy. I appreciate you for being here. You can follow me on the social media at the Emily D Baker. Don't forget to like, and subscribe on your way out. And I will see you soon. Thank you for being a honored. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed that conversation that happened over on my YouTube channel live. Thank you for tuning in on the audio version here on the podcast. And because it is a podcast and we are still in a panorama ding dong pandemic, we're just keeping this outro. I think that's what we're doing. We're just keeping it. So grab a glass and and say it with me because this is what we do now. <laughs> I'm going to stop saying because we're in a pandemic soon because it's just what we do now. It's just how we end the Emily show. May your Wi-Fi be strong. May your toilet paper be plentiful. May your family be well. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Thank you for being here for another episode. Thank you for being a law nerd. And three years from now, when people ask why that's the outro, you can explain to them once upon a time during COVID. (laughs) This outro kind of started organically and we've just kept it. 
Thank you again for being here. And I will talk to you in the next one. Bye, friend.